If I could be gay, why wouldn't you? Yo, Gabriel, come school my box. She literally is a fucking ass this wide. I want your penis. <laughs> He's like, give me that falafel, faggot. Can't always get a winner, honey. Hey everybody, it's Cinema Apocalypse Now, the show where we talk about movies with your host, Scott Lizard Abrams. Gabe Good to his mother Tasheda. Big Daddy Don Bodine. And your boy Senpai. Back from a little hiatus. In yeah. Thailand. How was Thailand, by the way? It was amazing. There's so many ladyboys. Yeah. They're called Katoys. Is that so? Nice. Yes. Nice. No, I was I was in New York. It was pretty fun. Um did Do you, you know? Did you fit the Empire State Building up your ass? Fuck you! I was gonna use that for next time you didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. Also, me and Marshall came up with uh, since the last time he's been on the show, we came up with a very awesome movie idea that we'd like to run by you guys. Let's hear it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Okay, so you know that girl who works at Shaw's, who's like has a really fat ass. I'm sure I've seen it. She's Go not, on. She's not like retarded, retarded, but she's, she's just pretty like retarded. Kind of retarded. Yeah, kind know? of like, like Beezer. slow, like, like Beezer. Beezer. Yeah, just okay. like Beezer, but girl. Yeah, with a fat ass. <laughs> you know, right. her literally her ass is like like it's literally like three feet wide. <laughs> Go on. She looks like fucking grimace. <laughs> she's a pear person. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like uh, she has a normal sized torso, he, and then it goes to like the a waist. Fruit. A fat fruit. A fat yes, fruit. dude. Yeah. Normal sized torso, normal sized head, fucking waist. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so when Marshall worked there, uh, we're not gonna say her name, obviously, but when Marshall worked there, uh, she used to go out with this junkie guy. Where did he live in Framingham? He lived in Framingham. That's about what thirty-five <laughs> miles away. It's close. It's like probably like 25. 23 or twenty-four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's <laughs> so he lived there in a tent. <laughs> okay. And she, <laughs> during her two days off during the week, she would walk there. To Framingham. Yes, to Framingham. dude. <laughs> Yeah. And like, so we're thinking, how the fuck do you walk that far? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like so, that doesn't sound possible. I know. No. Do, so do, do you said, have a compass or some shit? Like, I mean, me at these coordinates. Like, it takes like about forty minutes to drive there. I yeah. drive past Framingham. I know. She oh, walked there. So we had an idea for a movie that's kind of like Moonrise Kingdom and The Revenant a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, no, but like, you know what I mean? Where she goes into like a magical land across all this land, and it, and like she like swings on well, vines like, and hopping shit, and fences like, and shit, like <laughs> running away from dogs and like fucking yeah. animals. But she's also this like ridiculous looking fat girl with a huge ass that's like a meter wide. <laughs> Um, how, how can she go on regular walks that long and still have that fat of an ass? I don't know. She has a fucking was stamina, all, dude. It was it all just muscle? It was just, that was yeah, just really that's big. That's how she got those, that ass and that legs. That was really big gluteus maximus, yep. that's all. 
<laughs> That's from hopping fences and shit, fighting off hogs. <laughs> No, but she's gotta like like run from boulders and shit in the movie. I guess you gotta be high for this I guess, one. I guess you gotta be there. You gotta have been there. If you knew what she looked like, you know what we'd be talking. If you picture Marshall's like just like can't breathe from laughing right now. I mean, I wish I could share no, in the reveries, but we're thinking about a shot like she's walking on the side of the highway, and it's like Framingham, twenty-five miles. <laughs> After like forty five minutes, in, like in the movie, it's like, like halfway through the movie. So it's real time. It's real time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but a bunch of like fake shit that she'd have to get through. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I just thought this would be funny. <laughs> I still think it's funny. It's so no. funny. Oh shit. I'm glad you guys like your idea. <laughs> I'm crying. No, alright, anyway. No, when, she gets there. Oh, yeah, but this is the best part. When she gets there, he's just this, like, scumbag who lives in a tent. And you don't know that until she gets there. Is that the end of the movie? Yeah. Oh, but the last line of the movie is, like, she's like, oh, I gotta go back now. I gotta be at work in, like, 36 seconds. Like, as soon as she gets there, she has to turn around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You get it now. It's, uh, it's funny. It's a little niche, but yeah, uh, but yeah I could see it. If you it. knew what she looked like, it'd be a lot funnier. Because exactly. we'd have to either cast her or like a woman who had like a ridiculous prosthetic ass. <laughs> Half of the joke is how she looks. So if you don't frequent the Shaw's <laughs> in Massachusetts, then you're probably not going to get this. But if you do, then... This, uh, this one's for you. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> yeah, I thought track. it was going to go over a I lot better. I thought you guys better. would like that. No. I don't it's know who funny. you're talking like, about. It's the journey. You I'm know? not greenlighting this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. No, it'll be called Means? The Trek. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. How long do we work on this shit? Well, I was also thinking we could, like, kind of, like, a la... Not that, that this, is, is, this is an amazing movie, but a la... Um, uh, oh brother, we're out that we could do adapt, a- yeah. adapt of the Odyssey, oh. and like she could have sirens of like fried chicken or something like. <laughs> yeah, you guys we'll, are done. We'll work yeah. on it. Well, like yeah. a mix of like I'm thinking more like Revenant, you know, like like gritty. One, you didn't see that? Yeah, I know he gets good. raped by a bear. You didn't. You didn't he get, get raped. raped by a bear. I know it's a joke. Some people still believe that. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Tonight, uh, um, all right, that really ruins him. I gotta say this then, since we have like no momentum here, <laughs> yeah, at all. I'm sorry. I thought that was gonna go over well. I really I did. did. <laughs> we thought it was very funny. Yeah, but anyway, uh, we'll make it on our own. We'll just yeah, actually hire side Kelly pro- Ribeiro. Side project, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so um, well, I went to go drive when I went to uh, to go um, pick up my rabbit a couple weeks ago. Um, I stopped on the way back because it was literally a two hour drive each way, and we were like, "Oh my god, I'm starving for lunch." And I noticed on the way there that there was a restaurant called Classic Pizza Three in um, Bolton. In Bolton, Been there. classic Classic Pizza Three. Um, and we figured, like, oh, I'm starving. I'll just get, like, a slice of pizza. Because it said pizza by the slice. 
um, outside on the sign. And so we, we knew it was coming up on the road on the way back. And we said, okay, we'll just stop there. And so we went and um, I have to say... This is the fucking worst pizza I have ever had. I want to call this place out as being shit. Well, what happened to Classic Pizza 1 and 2? Did yeah, they burn obvious, down? Obviously, it was worthy of a, two sequels. So. Clearly, yeah. But um, the no. The third I, one's always the worst. That's Dude, the fucking. Well, it's like naming a ship, you know? You're the first two fucking sunk. Now you have the third one. Yeah. <laughs> That was what we they, were joking They went about, bankrupt yeah. both times <laughs> with their shitty pizza. Well, wouldn't you think yeah. they would like, change the name? Third time's exactly. the charm. Yeah, yeah. third time's the <laughs> charm. That's probably literally the idea they had, yeah. Well, the first two didn't work out, but maybe we'll turn this ship around They bank- They went bankrupt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was the fucking worst pizza I've ever had. It, literally, the sauce tasted like ketchup. Nice. Yeah, it was really bad. Bolton, Massachusetts, you suck. And that, it has to be bad pizza for you to want to talk I, about it. Yeah, I literally said that. I said, it's the worst, it's bad. so bad that I have to say, it's the worst pizza I have ever had. It yeah. was worse than Stoughton Pizza, where the cheese kind of smells like vomit? Um, I don't think Stoughton Pizza is that bad, but also, I this was definitely still worse. Really? Yes. Damn, that's, that's saying a lot. So yeah, now that we got that going... If that um, Greek guy hears this podcast, he's gonna kick my he's ass. He's gonna literally beat your ass with a baseball, baseball bat. bat. Yeah. They, they make good California wraps. That's the only thing that's edible from Stoughton Pizza. Yeah, he'll fuck you up. Yeah, he'll try. <laughs> What's in the California wrap? It's like uh, chicken and bacon, and it's like uh, chipotle mayo. It's really How good. How could you fuck that up? I know exactly. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much everything else there is inedible. Yeah. Do you know he was like him and Town Spa were like the first pizza places here? Both very lackluster pizza places. Yeah. Oh, how can you not like Town Spa just I don't a like little it. bit? I was never a big fan, especially after I once, at once, went to uh, fucking, um, what's it called? Uh, oh, yeah. Linwood. Linwood, yeah. Linwood. You have Linwood ones, it's like, oh, why did I ever like Town Spa? This pizza sucks. I think I just don't like, like, bar pizza. I like bar that pizza. That type of pizza. That's I know, why I, I don't like it. Like, I like New York style, you know, long yeah. pizzas. No, uh, bar pizza's my shit. Uh, I have a fatwa against Linwoods that I haven't, br- I only broke a few times. What? But I went there on my 20, day after my 21st birthday, and I had my, like, fat, like, I looked really fat on my ID card. <laughs> and, um, and then, so I, I, you know, I'd lost weight at that point, so they were like, this isn't you. Oh, really? And I was just like, oh, you're not going to serve me? Are you fucking serious? And I was like, it is me. Are you discriminating against me? Like that, trying you to go You went straight to the, are you discriminating? No, it wasn't, it wasn't that immediately. I was like, oh, come okay. on, dude. First. But did it get, like, but did they warrant that response? No, I was like, I mean? you're like, literally not going to serve me? I'm like, I'm over 21. I'm definitely over well, 21. Well, that's my like, ID. You know yeah, you, I mean? you were like, just saying I'm a liar. I'm lying to you. That's where I went first. Oh, okay. And then okay. after that, I was like, I was like, well, are you going to discriminate against me because I lost weight? Are you fucking serious? And I said, fine. I'm never coming in this place again. And I didn't for like three, four years. They're skinny shaming him. Well, they're shaming for formerly being fat. I, I think it's more that you'd be skinny now. Well, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, Pizza places ain't gonna <coughs> fat shame you. Well, well can you win with wide arms? No, they didn't. They didn't arms. serve me. I just wanted a beer. It wasn't like I was ordering some kind of crazy drink or something. Give me a beer. Anyway, so tonight, <laughs> this week, we watched uh, three John Waters movies. Hold on, hold on. Can you tell them about living aggressively? Uh, yeah, oh, sure. God. We'll go through <laughs> one more thing. It's one fun. more order of business. Cut all this shit out. Yeah. Probably. It's pretty bad. No, go ahead. <laughs> we the other night we went to go buy steak at the grocery store um, uh, for dinner, and uh, me and Marshall. It was just me and Marshall, and uh, we saw his cousin there. 
He's like, yo, dude, fucking, yo, last night I got fucked up. Take a couple of Adderall. He's like, what'd you end up, where'd you go? He's like, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know, bro. <laughs> I live a day, no, I live an aggressive said, lifestyle. I'm living aggressively right yeah, now. Uh, what? Can we kill him right now? I wish. He is a ginger, so it wouldn't really yeah. be a murder. And then it's yeah. like, you know, I, I got the other one that's like, yo, what up, dog? Yeah. Well, you no, must, also, you this remember, it, also, you have this other, we should probably even shouldn't mention that it's your cousin, probably just say I, a family member. But yeah, uh, either affiliate. way. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I was just going to say that same guy, though, he uh, thinks he looks like Julian Edelman. Yeah. And, uh, like, he once went to go, he thinks he looks like Julian Edelman for the Patriots, and he once went to go meet Julian Edelman wearing um, his college um, jersey. No, he was wearing his hat. His college oh. hat. Even though it's not where near here. No, it's just weird. It's just like, hey. But no, but he was wearing the same outfit. Oh, yeah, he was literally wearing the same clothes as him. He saw what he was wearing on, on Twitter and, like, wore the same outfit and went to go meet him. Come on, you're not giving us anything for what it's worth. Like, I, I'm sorry, I already heard these stories. You were so excited to tell me. And it wasn't an interesting man. So to tell you. You were excited, too. Fuck you. It was pretty funny. You don't think it's funny? The journey of her walking through the woods or walking like 20 some odd miles in a certain direction. I think it's ridiculous that you'd walk to Framingham because it's a far drive from here. I don't think it should be made into a fucking movie. <laughs> it's if you're funny. a deformed person. It's funny. It's like the next Napoleon Dynamite. Dear God. It's not. Okay. Whatever. I wouldn't well, go that far. I, I don't know. I pictured like, a short film. <laughs> short film. But it's supposed to be real time, so it's yeah. going to be like a four-hour well, film. Well, you know, like no, no. Time. It would have been would two days. All day. It would take like two days to walk the framing. It's going to be a trilogy. Oh, okay. Just like yeah. that pizza place. <laughs> Especially when you're that stubby, like how fast can you actually walk? Yeah, you at least walks like three miles per hour slower than we would. Can, let's just start talking about the movies. It'll come. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you know that uh, he goes to P Town every summer. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle's seen him. He rides his bike around P Town all the time. Which is right. What would you do if you saw him? I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say anything. You wouldn't get a picture with him? No, I don't want to bother him. No, I don't want to bother like a private because I because I I like him and and respect him. (laughs) Not just that, but also you 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 don't meet your heroes. That too. Yeah. Just don't meet your heroes. It's not going to be what you want it to be. What do you expect? He's a homo. He's an old homo, like you know what I mean, like old. He school also assumes if you come up to him that you want to fuck. Probably, yeah. Yeah, is that yeah, a that's thing? True. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, projecting here. He'd be like, "Ooh, hello, hello, hello. hello. Can I have your hoe, <laughs> please?" But uh, yeah, so I guess we'll talk Hold about. On. What uh, do you think his house looks like? Do you think it's like Dr. Seuss? I actually, Seuss-like? in that book you gave me, has a pretty good description of his house. He's got like literally um, the. Speaking of female trouble, he's got the uh, the prop they used for the uh, electric chair at the end. Oh of it yeah, in yeah. His, in his foray. Uh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Well, you know, I'm picturing just like a boy George like manner, you know, like. Well, he's got like a bunch of pop art everywhere and such. Oh, I don't okay. think I wrote much for Female Trouble, actually. It's uh, the movie that he immediately made after uh, Pink Flamingos, correct? Yes. And so he had, like, some... Film. He had a second feature film that, like, was actually released. 
Um, and like he had some notoriety after the Pink, the Pink Flamingos debacle. Yeah, it was a huge midnight movie. It played for a very long time. Yeah, like five years or something. Might and then longer. that's when he even started working on uh, on Female Trouble. So for those who don't know, Divine was... A female impersonator. Yes, like a 300-pound man who yep. played a woman in all of, just about all of John Waters' films. Except uh, he was in, um, what's it called, as a man. He was, uh, he was a female trouble as a man, but also I was going to say he was notably... Oh, oh, yeah, that's true, for a minute, yeah. Yeah. But also, I was going to say, um, he was notably in uh, Married with Children as a man. No, he wasn't in it. He died right bef- the night, oh, before, the he was night in before he was supposed to shoot the pilot. They, oh. they wrote a character for Divine, a male character, who was supposed to be like their uncle, oh. and he died the night before. They were supposed to shoot that. You didn't know that? You know how amazing that would be? That would have been amazing. I love Married with Children. I like Married with Children. I would probably love it if Divine, if Divine was, if Divine in, it, was yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, Could have been. Yeah, he died shortly after Hairspray was released. Sleep apnea? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Do you think it was cocaine? It's possible it was something else, too. He, he was you gotta think, sleep like, apnea. you know, all, you know like Chris, Chris Farley, you know, like... No, Chris Farley died of an overdose. <laughs> was it an overdose? Or it was a heart it? attack induced by... I thought uh, his heart just kind of failed, like, you know... Induced like, by cocaine, yeah. Pretty much, you know, he's, well, a, that's a, he's heart a big issue. dude. There's a lot doing... of weight on your shoulders when you live in a van down by the river. <laughs> that's true. Okay. So, Female Trouble, what was it, 76? 74. 70, was it 74? Wow. No, it early? takes place in 74. I started writing down all the, in my notes, I started writing down all the, okay, um, okay. All the years. All right, I'll take your word for it, then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it takes, starts in, in the 60s, I believe, the chron- in the story. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Young Divine, or Don Davenport, as it were, in this in this iteration. Every time he, he she's in a movie, she always plays a different a, a different character, generally, um, but yeah, so she, it shows her being a problem child, um, and, um, being like in trouble at school. Are you eating a hoagie? Yeah, she a was eating a meatball sandwich right, right out, out in class. class. And she's been passing notes. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very quotable yeah. movie, I can, will say Can you that. explain that accent? Like real quick. Oh, the mid-Atlantic accent? Baltimore? Yeah. yeah. Balmer. Yeah, the um, it's very similar to the Philly accent. It has like you know, it's like you down by the water and it you're it eating a hoagie. Almost like Canadian though, you know? No, it's completely different. Completely like, different. Minnesota is much more like Canadian. He, he brings up the Philly thing. It reminds me of all like the skitty things that uh, dead milkmen do in their songs. Yeah, <laughs> they have the same terrible. I was accent. raised by wolves. <laughs> Uh, yeah, also, Angry Video Game Nerd has that accent, by the way. A little bit. Not quite as <laughs> Not bad. as bad, because he's in Western PA, I believe, or mid-PA. But, um, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a very good accent. I am a big fan. Good. But, uh, uh, I don't know. I like questionable. <laughs> I just can't stand looking at you. <laughs> you make me sick, okay? <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. It's kind of similar also to Bam Margera's voice. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah think about it. Well, he's from the Philly. Whole, yeah. yeah, the whole uh, cast of them, like Pennsylvania. I don't know. I don't know Brandon where Novak, from. the one that got addicted to heroin. He was he was from Baltimore. He would talk like that. So female trouble. God, God damn you, Marshall. Chronicles the life of Don Davenport, who is a yeah, a serial delinquent who grows up into being a uh, a career. She criminal. fucks herself. Yes. <laughs> in, the, in a notable scene in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. I've actually really well done yeah. scene, surprisingly. It's actually, yeah, not that... Dude, they never break. To... They never, like, accidentally show you, the actress's face. Do you know who the fat, like... 
person who was who the was body it? double. You know, in the salon later, there's the really fat uh, woman who comes in and, just, and the guy's talking about her daughter. He's like, she's only eight years old. And he's like, I just, yeah. I just like to play with her. Yeah. That's <laughs> that, that, that she's was only hilarious. six. Is that what it was? Yeah. It's even better. I wish yeah. I was a little girl. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> weird. It's great. There's so many weird lines like that. Know, yeah. Well, you could only get away with that in the 70s, you know? Well, they would never be able to, like, fucking talk about, like, incest. In a movie like this, which is, like, an underground movie, yeah, it would, it would be mm. fine. Well, are you talking about release now? Mm. Like, they couldn't release this now? No, definitely not. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying whatever. <laughs> But um, well, no, I think it's like it's cool, like it's a oh, part of history, that is, you know. Like they could yeah. get away with that back in the day. I know? love the like just the attempts to be subversive were so like, like it's it's like the whole movie is about like excess. It's transgression. Yeah, intentional transgression. Like, because she literally like injects mascara into herself. Liquid eyeliner. Hair. Yeah, or was yeah. it liquid eyeliner? That's that what was it mascara. Was. Yeah, yeah, makes you so beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> trash is beauty. Yeah, and they love her. They think she's beautiful because she's like fucked up yeah. and like, and also a piece of garbage. She's a thief and a shit kicker. <laughs> My favorite. She, yeah, she gets out. That's how she gets into the salon. <laughs> it's so hilarious. Uh, yeah, no, and it's also like there's good jokes in it, actually, and like some of the lot, the the like the ridiculous like one of the best things about this is is like it's very indicative of early John Waters movies. Like every character, every time they're talking is like a ridiculous monologue, basically to the audience. It's not really to anybody. People else. don't talk in John Waters they, movies; they rant. Yeah, exactly. Everything's a rant. Yeah. But it's great. But yeah, just along the same lines of like the purposely transgressive, it's like there's a scene where like where by the way, the only way that this it wasn't total totally weird is that like they had characters playing characters much younger than themselves, obviously, with Taffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like for instance, like uh uh what's his name? Uh, Gator would be like would be like, Hey, why did you come over here and suck your daddy's dick? And there's and like it, a close up of his fucking of his like, dick. Yeah. yeah. To a fourteen year old supposedly. Supposedly yeah. fourteen even though she was in her probably almost like, thirty. You would at that never point. be able to get away with that now. <laughs> That's true. Her response was I wouldn't suck your lousy dick oh. if there was oxygen in, of, wait, in your she, balls. If, if I was like, suffocating and there was oxygen, oxygen. in your balls. It's <laughs> 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 great. Yeah, and then a same thing pretty much happens later when she like goes to live with her estranged father. Oh, she's like, yeah. oh, yeah. you're my daughter. Do you do you fuck as good as your mom? <laughs> you stretch he, like taffy. And then he, I didn't remember that. That's, That's what he says. That's what he says. He pulls out his fucking mutinoid dick, and it's got like fucking yeah, lesions or something. That on was it. a stunt cock. That yeah, wasn't that really divine. Really it didn't look but, good. Yeah, I think they had. They definitely <laughs> had an STD of some. Bring yeah. in the stunt cock. <laughs> Oh baby! Yeah, this movie is infinitely quotable. It's yeah, it's very gross and lewd. It is from beginning to finish. You don't think it's just like being gross and oh no, that's the point. Shit, just to be. Well, gross. let's just let's just examine the fact that the first time you see Edith Massey, her disgusting old woman tits <laughs> yeah. are on display. She's fondling them. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the rest of the movie, she's in a ridiculous like like leather outfit. It's, it's like a leather and lace S and M outfit, and that's her yeah. that's her outfit for the whole movie. All right, and out. It reminds <laughs> me of like someone that would be in like Blade or some shit. The first Blade. What? Yes. What I that's guess the there's some S and M. Oh, you're, you're saying the outfit? Yeah, yes. not on a fat oh. old woman. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, like her, also like her her gunt is like hanging oh, over. Yeah. It's terrible. But, I don't know. Like I just feel like. All of John Waters' movies are just, like, supposed to be offensive. 
because they can, you know? Like, well, yeah, he was the first guy to do that. Yeah, you know, like, it's cool. Like, but also, I mean, just along like, the same line of him are, are being... like, gay punk rock in your face, disgusting, yeah. on purpose, like, like it's, it's to meant, offend you. It's meant to, like, upset, like, normal people, you know but what there, I mean? But there are movies that feel like they're trying to be uh, transgressive, and it's, like, very forced, and, yeah. and, and it's unwatchable. You can tell no, this is reason. real. This it comes feels... from the mind of someone who is truly sick. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's organic. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. But also, like for instance, like she, like where Edith Massey's character is like, why? If you're gay, you're obviously more intelligent. <laughs> why can't you be a faggot? <laughs> why can't you? And then she even brings a gay guy over yeah. to fuck him. And then, <laughs> are you <laughs> sure he's gay? Because queers are smart and straights are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All these terrible things like celebrating anniversaries. Working in an office. <laughs> the world of heterosexuals is sick and boring life. Sick and boring. I almost wrote that down. <laughs> sick and boring life. You guys aren't that. delivering the lines right. You got to like oh, nod and shake oh, yeah, your head the whole time. Nodding. She does it really bad in polyester. She does it in every movie. Oh, yeah, of course. That's but how she acts. Her reaction is if someone's saying, something positive shake your head not your head head. if they're saying something negative no no I love her. I Can love her so much. She's if she did a 25 mile walk across town. <laughs> oh God. All right, you sold it. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's dead. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, so, anything we want to say else about this? I yeah, it's a great fun movie. Um, uh, like again, I, like, I wouldn't say that really. I would. I would. It's I fun. Like, I would like show it. my like kids it. this if they were thirteen. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird, but <laughs> if once they know, once they've had the talk. I'd let them watch it on their own, you know, but I wouldn't want to. You got to find it on your, on your own time. Yeah. I guess time you're right. Is real. Yeah. You can just force it on. Then they'll become real degenerates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is my favorite John Waters movie, and I'm a fan of all of his uh, early work. And, Me too, um, yeah. I don't know. There, there's, something, there's something about him and just how unapologetic he is. Yep. This was the best. Exactly. By the way, also the best. Mm, I don't know. Actually, it's a debate which I liked better. Polyester. This. I think what it was is I liked it a little less than I did last time, but more so because I was so impressed by the next movie we watched. I, I think uh, polyester is more accessible. Definitely. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think when I was a degenerate teenager, I liked this movie more than I do now. <laughs> yeah. But I've probably just gone soft. So maybe <laughs> take that for what it's worth. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I again, again, like uh, all of these movies are just like they they have. Well, not all of them. We'll, we'll get into that later. But um, but this movie specifically is like there's just so many quotable funny lines where you hear it and you go like, oh, that's hilarious. Not even like a ha ha funny line, but it's just like, oh, that's so fucking funny. Like uh, when she, like that line where you said, it's a sick and boring life. And I'm like, I'm going to remember that. That's fucking hilarious. That he, it came, like that line came out of him. You know what I mean? He felt that to some extent. Yeah, which I mean, like it is. Like if I could be gay, why wouldn't you? Wow. If you if you could just be wake up gay one day, wouldn't it be a more exciting and like no. fulfilling life? <laughs> no, it is a young man's game, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Scott, you can go suck some dicks. Go for it, buddy. We all support you. Uh, okay. But anyway, you'd be like, yo, you know that kid Scotty's on the DL. Like, check anyway, out, so, check me out on Grinder. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm a, um, I'm a mask top. Mask. <laughs> 
I'm a bear top. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. So speaking of bears. No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's finish no. the review first. Okay. We can talk about it in a minute. Um, it's yeah. coming up. You had a bear encounter? No, it's coming up. All right. In anyway. P-Town. Oh, shit. Oh, bear fest. Anyway, um, yeah. So I'll give it a... This is, so his best... I think I, this is definitely one of my top. But um, I'm going to give it an 8 point... No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm going to give it 8.75. Cool. Sweet. Gabe? Um... I feel like it fell short, but it's like I said, I think I liked it a lot more. In what way did it fall short? When I was younger, I don't need to... You thought it was funnier when you were younger? Yeah, I think I think the, the comedy's not there for me now as much. And some of the stuff's just gross. And really? Yeah. I didn't, wouldn't go that far. Uh, I, I don't want to see the diseased penis for one. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. It does have its funny parts, though. It and it's like, I don't want to give it too low. But, um... I love the beginning. Mm-hmm. It, oh, it's when, funny because when we were when in, she's running away and then the fucking Christmas carols knocks over the Christmas tree. Yeah, <laughs> just oh, that's a great scene. Yeah, and yeah. the mother's just like eh, underneath I've the Christmas fallen tree. and I can't get up. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was before that. When but, we discussed doing know. this episode and we were talking like, what movies do we do? I remember uh, Pink Flamingos and this movie more highly than I didn't watch Pink Flamingos again, but. I remember them more highly in my mind. I love Pink Flamingos. It's just we everybody talks about it, so right. I wasn't gonna bother. Then I recently hipster. just watched Pink mm-hmm. Flamingos just for fun because it's like one of my favorites of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be in the mood to watch a John Waters movie, though. No, That's yeah, I'm always in the mood. Too. You're yeah. always in the. I'm like, I, I almost it. watched another movie for extra credit for the for the show. Yeah. Just because I had the time, I, I can't get. Enough. I have to be in the mood to like be like, all right, I'm gonna see some weird shit, you know, like yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, for that, and also because now I think that polyester might be my top for John Waters. That's fair to say. Um, yeah. I'm gonna have to give this like, I'm gonna give it a six point twenty five. Because it's. I don't know. It's falling off for me. I, I remember it a lot higher. I mean, it's not what I would give it, but I mean, that's an acceptable answer. It's not like you said it sucked. You have to, you have to be in the right like uh, like uh, Marshall state, said. Right? You have to be in the right mind state to watch a John Waters movie, and they're not going to be for everyone. Yeah, because all right, you got to think the most popular one, Pink Flamingos. You got a guy flexing his butthole for like <laughs> yeah. thirty seconds. You that's know great. what I mean? Like I know. That takes to an a awesome certain song, by the way. But yeah. it takes a certain audience to appreciate that. Yeah, me. You know, <laughs> well, uh, you guys. <laughs> you you gotta like the grossness and the whole. Well, it, it these kinda... characters are gonna be the worst examples of human beings possible. Yes, but that's I, the point of the and movie. They make me feel normal by comparison. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I love John Waters movies. The reason why I like it is because it reminds me of kind of like. Uh, Rocco's modern life but like in real life you know what I mean like just like the most ridiculous things you could do is like that show is a very surreal show exactly yeah. you know like something like that I always um, Divine is just, well, the, I'm just how like, dare you lady. how dare yeah <laughs> well no I mean kid flexing his butthole it's like dude what like that that would, if that was in any, in any cartoon, it would be like Rocco's Modern Life, Are Real Monsters, or something. Right. Well, I read a great book uh, by Thaddeus Russell. It's called uh, Renegade History of the United States. I recommend all of you read it. Um, I actually read this one. <laughs> but um, the thesis of the book is that the most interesting, or not even the most interesting, but the most culture, but 
also the most interesting culture comes from people on the margins of society and that John Waters provided a lens into because he was a competent and intelligent filmmaker was able to like provide a lens into this absolutely like completely disregarded subculture that would have been completely not like acknowledged in the mainstream if he hadn't existed yeah fair to say it's fair to say yep absolutely um, so my rating, um, I do acknowledge that this film is not going to be embraced by a wide audience. I it, Certainly it's, not. It's, it's also a product of its time. It is, and I think that um, his later films illustrate that these kind of stories that he was telling, the way they were made, how uh, like shabbily they were shot and yep. acted, that actually lends to the films and actually makes them stronger because some of his later films... The acting's a little bit better, the camera works a little bit better, but it makes the kind of stories he, he's still telling the same kind of stories, but it just it just feels boxed it, in. It, it doesn't feel organic when yeah. you know when they look a little bit nicer. Let's just grab a camera and mm. go out there and do this. Well, they, fucking... When you have Johnny Knoxville and Yeah, yeah. 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 And so. the fake boobs. Hi guys, welcome to the Jackass. CGI fake boobs, I think they were. Well, oh hold on. yeah, that was yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But just we'll uh, another day. <laughs> But yeah, um, female trouble. It's very um, I don't know. It's it's hilarious, and it's I don't know. I, I I have trouble articulating why I like this film so much. Uh, but there's just something. I keep using the word organic, but there's something organic about. It. He wasn't. He was trying to be transgressive, but it yeah. doesn't. It feels like he just naturally was. Also, you that can way. hear it in like his deliberate writing. Which yes. is like comes from him. Like all yes. the lines in the movie, you can tell come from John Waters, oh, and it's yeah. his voice. Yes, yes. It every character, yeah, it, it's his. It's the same voice, right. uh, and, and that's and not a bad thing because he's no. got something interesting to say. No, because John Waters is a clever person, and when a clever person can do something that's on the on the outside stupid and gross, but actually say something with it, and what? And, and it makes it what, <laughs> and it, it it's it it, it you know. I, I, I know what you're saying. Yes, yes. It's hard to articulate, but yeah. yeah. But what, yeah, if you can get get something through with like also at that base level, it almost like hits it all the more at home because there is social commentary in this. Absolutely, films. yeah. I'd like to. I, bring there's a lot up. more. I, I wrote a bunch of notes on all the other movies we watch where the social commentary, which I really liked, mm-hmm. particularly in Polyester. I'd like to bring up that uh, while watching these movies again that I haven't seen quite some time. So Polyester was a new one I hadn't seen. You'd never seen it. I had never seen Polyester. I'd seen it twice, but I didn't appreciate but it. Seen much. Pink Flamingos, Female Trouble. Seen a good amount of John Waters. I think movies. I showed you Cecil B. Demented, which we'll talk about later as well. Yep. Um, and I've seen some on my own as well, but it reminded me of our, us making movies, and that Scott gets a lot of his acting kind of I from Divine. I absolutely get all of my acting from Divine, yeah. yes. Because yes. it's like, it's a little bit of an overacting thing, but yep. it like, it, makes, the, it makes it funny. Yeah. Yes, yes. It makes it funny. And you can tell he directs all of his actors to act the same way because they all have like a very similar delivery. Yep. And it's, but, and it's, bad acting but like, it's but like it's like it speaks that, to you the thing with divine yeah. and female trouble where she's like she's like oh you really like me and she's like striking a pose everywhere <laughs> yeah. Yeah. she's trying to vote just like, walking down the street just <sighs> 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 and even in polyester when she's just 
Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Everywhere yes. she goes, everything's so over the on top. On the nose, but like deliberately on the nose. Yeah, it, you, you can't help but laugh at that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So to summarize, I would give it uh, acknowledging that it's not, you know, wide uh, palatable appeal. by the mainstream. I would give it like a seven point five. I'll give it a seven point five. Marshall. You watched it yesterday. What do you think? <laughs> you First did time. see this movie. I know. Um, I pr- I pretty much agree. Like it's it's worth watching at least once. You know what I mean? I'll definitely say that. So I'll give it like a. You have to at least give it a five now, <laughs> by saying oh, it's worth a yeah. one watch. <laughs> I'd give it like a seven. Like I would recommend watching it, but only if you're in the mood to like see something like weird and fucked up and. I don't know, like, just something crazy that'll make you be like, oh, shit, like, there's people out there that think that way, you know what I mean? I also want to say this, if you're interested in film, like, if you're interested in film production at all, and you're maybe, like, just kind of put dipping your Starting toe into the idea of it, yeah. or not even just, like, you're even ever planning it, but you're just interested in the process of filmmaking, these movies are really good to watch, because, like, they actually are really demonstrative in terms of their, like, method. Mm-hmm. Like you really do see how you to see make the, an independent film. You see the strings, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I really that's another thing I really liked when I watched it as a kid because as a person who used to make movies, and yeah, stuff, it's one of those movies that makes that's you really feel what like, sucked me into it. Yeah, like I could, you know, makes you feel like you could. Oh make, yeah, I yeah. could do this too. And yeah, actually, exactly. didn't John? Oh no, sorry, that was Lloyd Kaufman made a well, movie. Make when, your own damn movie, damn it. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the punk rock of movies. You hear yeah. it and you say, yeah, and this hear, is pretty punk do rock this. too. Like, yeah. like, John Waters was punk rock before punk rock. He's Lou yeah. Reed. Like, <laughs> you know? He's proto, like early 60s. He's yeah. proto-punk in film. And then he loved punk when punk came around, too, which is awesome. <laughs> you have to be able to... If you can't go to P-Town at night, you won't like this movie. I wouldn't go to P-Town at night, but I it's would scary. watch. It's scary. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not scary. You can beat everybody up. No, well, not dude. the bears. Some of the rags are running wild, dude. Some of those guys are like really buff. They'll I fuck suppose, you up, yeah, and they'll fuck you too. Oh. True, <laughs> the butt. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of punk rock, Hold though, them down. let's just briefly mention uh, Edith Massey's punk rock career. <laughs> hey, punks, get off the grass! Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it it says uh, I'm doing some uh, Scott research. In the late 1970s and early 80s, Massey capitalized on the infamy of the Waters films by touring as a lead singer of punk band Eddie and the Eggs. Eddie and the Eggs. Eddie and the Eggs. She played the Egg Lady. The Egg Lady in, in Pink, Pink Flamingos. Yeah. yeah. We, should, we should touch upon the way John Waters discovered Edith Massey. Was, Wasn't she... He, would, he was going in to buy costumes at a thrift store and she, she owned worked, it? I don't know if it was to buy costumes, but she just worked at a local uh, dollar store. Oh, okay. And, and yeah. so he knew her from there. So he went to Family Dollar. Uh, I thought she owned it because she, she was. She um, might have owned it. Because yeah. I, because I know she would just take stuff out of the garbage and put it in like little like one dollar grab bags. That, you never know what you're gonna get, honey. <laughs> Can't always get a winner, honey. Yeah, get a winner, honey. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. The poor like inner city black kids would come and pay a dollar and get get a get a bunch of fucking uh, apple uh, cores, uh, apple and, core, yeah. and a fucking uh, a bottle cap. And yeah, she exactly. really did that. She really did that. Yeah. And then and then they would come complain. They would be like, "What? There's like a bunch of garbage in here," and she would say can't always get a winner honey did she put good stuff now i'm interested i don't i don't know no god no come on think about that maybe better than bottle caps yeah do you remember when someone would eat the apple core 
Back in the day. Gabe always yeah, ate the apple I did. core. You did? Yes, he did. Yeah. Were you saying someone meaning Gabe? <laughs> yes. Yeah, good one. No, I used to do that. Why? Why? Honestly, we should address this. This is insane. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. Well, how do you your defense? Like, how you've grown. It gives you a stomach ache. No, it doesn't give you a stomach ache. It, can. it has arsenic in it. In the seeds. In the seeds, is very little. It makes me stronger. Look at me. Look it still has arsenic in it. <laughs> I don't know. I just used to do it. I, I guess I just didn't feel like eating it all the way down, and I just, you know, just eat the whole thing. Oop, watch my mic. Just so unpleasant, eating the core. Yeah, I don't know why you never do done it. it. Well, it just, like, it tastes like apple still, but it's just, like, extra fibrous, you know what I mean? Like, it's like eating, like, For what it's worth, I would take off the teeth. stem. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yo, that's totally I'm not a madman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to eat the stem. Mad. Come on. Wait. Was there a, a, a new, retard love triangle? Yes. <laughs> Talk about this. It, okay, okay. So, so, so the guy's girlfriend at the time was like a straight up mongoloid. Like a Down syndrome. No. Mongoloid. That's not a thing anymore. Mongolian idiot. That's what she looked like. I forget where she's from. I think she was from South America. <laughs> yeah, so she was, yeah, so she was an Asian idiot. No, she. I think Come she was on. like from like Paraguay or some shit, but she was like... Dude, she, I don't think she said anything. Like, she was, like, straight-up mongoloided, and um, she liked... I the- want, I want, um... Your penis. Uh, <laughs> I want your penis. <laughs> no, I want, um... Uh, what are those? I want platanos. I want fucking... I want some, um... Cafe con leche. I'm not implying. My brother's gonna come here and be like, Yo, scoop my bucks. <laughs> Yo, Gabriel, come scoop my bots. <laughs> what does it that mean? It only took two minutes. You don't know what that means? No. Gabe, I, I, Gabe, Gabe, every time Gabe would leave the house to go hang out with us, his mom would call him like 10 minutes later and we'd be like, why is your mom calling you? Does she need like, she's like... <laughs> He'd be like, well, she, she wants like, me to like vacuum the stairs. Like, She's like, Gabriel, you gotta come home and scoop Chef's box. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gabe would come home and his brother would go, yo, Gabriel, come scoop my box. <laughs> What the fuck is the box? No. She's in the cat box. <laughs> no, basically, like, what they were saying is, like, my mom would ask my brother to do something, like a chore around the house. Yeah. And then he'd be like, no. And then my mom would just call me and have me do it. That's fucked up. So I, it'd be like, I'm almost taking care of him. Hence the... Give come scoop my box. box. <laughs> So yeah, that's that pretty it? funny. So we used to like to be like, ah, Gabe, you're gonna scoop in front of his box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta leave that. That's I'm so sorry. Funny. I'm sorry. It's so funny. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's funny. Though. It's so funny. No, I I actually think that's funny too. Yeah. Also, the Yo, Gabriel, um, come click. Change my water bowl. <laughs> this broke ass computer. I was trying to order a new uh, running wheel cage, but <laughs> Yaddy, I'm talking to girls. <laughs> what well, was talking to girls? He walked in on his brother. Uh, He's jerking off in an intimate moment, and he said, "Yo, Gabriel, I'm, I'm talking to girls Yaddy, right now. I'm talking to girls. <laughs> I'm talking to girls. Yeah. Talking to girls." <laughs> um. <laughs> Another ever-present figure in my household was uh, unfinished pancakes on the on the table, oh, yeah. oh, or empty uh, cereal bowls with a little bit of cereal left too. Yeah. That kid loves breakfast. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah, 
Not enough to finish it. But. Yeah, <laughs> to start it anyway. I think he. I, I think he's one of those people that like he'll eat the cereal, but then he'll like leave the milk. Just uh, like, what do you no, mean, I, animal? I'll just dump the milk out. I don't you drink don't it. Drink well, the you're milk? lactose intolerant. That makes yeah. sense. Yes. Uh, but I, most, drink, I drink the milk. Most people drink the milk after. I would drink the milk if it didn't make me the shits. <laughs> That's why I said you like yeah. I never put milk on cereal because when I was a little kid, I ate so slow that like it would, it would get, get all soggy, and then yeah, my mother yeah. would like force me to finish eating it anyway. And That's then gross. I was. So what do you when you have cereal? What do you do? I don't have anything on it. What the dry fuck? cereal? Dry with a cereal spoon. I, I drink something on the side, but I don't. That's weird. Don't I will say though, it. actually, when do you I use have your cereal, hands or, or spoon? oh, I use my hands. Okay, no, I was gonna say no. I do use a spoon. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what's, I, I, what's well, weird. You know what? Spoon or hands? Right? I have no idea. Sometimes when I eat cereal, I'll just like take the cereal box and eat it. Like, you know, yeah, that sounds like I do that. I do that before. I will say that though, when I do, I I know it is weird. It would be weird if I like dumped out a bunch of milk. So like when, but when I do actually have put when I have cereal with milk on it, I literally just go like, like to amounting to like two tablespoons of milk. That's why I don't know why John's doing the thing he's doing. I just put put two tablespoons of milk. Yeah, put a little bit of milk. I have some childhood trauma. I guess so. You're working through it. I thought you were going to say that. With a therapist, two therapists. I thought you were going to say. One psychologist, one psychiatrist for the pills. I thought you were going to say you (laughs) ate it so slow that the milk would sour. Oh, no. What? You yeah, literally wait for days. Yeah. Four days to eat a I was cereal. anticipating it. Fucking <laughs> like Don's just in there. It's like a time-lapse camera. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that, that fucking, uh, that, that fox that turns into all white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, so we watched two other yeah. movies. Did we? <laughs> yeah. I don't recall. Uh, Marshall did not watch this one, so please shut up. Uh, while we talk about it, uh, Polyester uh, is a 1981 One, film. Um, after he had already, I think this was his first movie with New Line. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this was his first big budget, quote unquote, even though it yeah. wasn't a big this, budget. If you, you really, go from this, from Female Trouble, well, the, you don't because you go. To, well, I know that, but I'm yeah. saying us because we just did this right the yeah. jump in quality of is everything. noticeable whoa yeah, this is really his transition into like more being studio a little bit films. more mainstream yeah. even though this is still not very low budget and very independent yeah this doesn't feel like a mainstream movie but it feels it's closer than anything he had made before this it's ar- arguably accessible the opening scene is uh it's shot from a helicopter yeah, there's a yeah. helicopter. Yeah, going down. Uh, this is before drones, kids. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, in Baltimore. In, in Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore. I, I like the whole opening scene. They do that, and then they do like, like they walk like, into the house thing. I like the opening song. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say this. Literally, this song is still stuck in my head from when we watched. It's it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not gonna sing it right now because I don't remember the words, but I know the the the. The tune very well right yeah. now. It was sung by the uh, male Tab love hunter. Yep, who played the male love interest of the film. Yep. Uh, we will not yet spoil, I guess, yeah. the turn of that. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's about Francine, a fish, fish paw. paw. He <laughs> loves the alliteration. Yes, I I've also yeah. listened to that. Um, uh, what's it called? The commentary track. <laughs> well, I just want to mention uh, Debbie Harry and Chris Stein from. Blondie do a lot. They of the did music. a lot of the original songs, and yeah. uh, Bill Murray later on sings the song as well. Yep, really. Yeah, I never knew that. 
Yeah, yeah he sings. Uh, he does the uh, the vocals on the uh, the love um, montage between her and yeah. Tab Hunter's character Todd Tomorrow. Yep, again with the alliteration. I get alliteration. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, Divine's character. Um, this time, usually he had you know written her roles where she was you know dominant. And she was kind of, like, depraved and stuff. And this time he said, let's make her a middle-aged housewife. Yeah. And And not just that, but repeat the same... This is one of my favorite things. Speaking we were talking about social commentary before. But this movie is all about him being, like, fuck that, like, uh... Fuck that, like, that, like, Catholic or Christian, like, uh, mentality, um... And uh, fuck, like, the the hating of pornography and all that shit. Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. Because her husband uh, owns a pornographic theater, and there are picketers outside of their house constantly. And she empathizes with them, because she's so embarrassed that her husband is an evil man (laughs) and such. I mean, he is. He's, they, oh, he's a piece of shit. They show, yeah. his, they show his office, and he has like a, a Nazi he's, poster in the background. Well, Gabe, you don't you don't want to paint him like a good guy or anything. I mean, <laughs> one of my favorite lines is uh, when there's like news footage um, where they're talking about his theater or whatever, and then it cuts to. to uh, Divine's husband, and he says, "My theater prevents rape." And then it just cuts back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. You didn't see that? It's hilarious. That is, yeah, during, I, during the news report, it just cuts to him. And he just, he says that, and then it just cuts back to the guy. I love in that. The also shows how the media will cut take you out of context. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, uh, one of my favorite things is when he does. Uh, obviously, uh, let's move on to the plot here. But she, he's an unfaithful husband. Yes. And he's uh, fucking Mink Stoll. <laughs> uh, where, secretary. With Conro- cornrows in the 1981, which is like crazy. <laughs> yeah, for a white woman. Yeah, especially that. I mean, a couple of years later, like when we were in school, every time a girl went to like the Caribbean, she'd always yeah, come back with them. But that was, that was pre-Caribbean days. How right. often did that happen? That, that happened. Some girl uh, we went to high school with went to the Caribbean? No, when I was in elementary school, I remember that. I Any, saw anytime anybody went to like the Bahamas or something, oh, okay. they would right. come back and they'd have like, it'd be a white girl and they'd have cornrows and you'd be like, yeah, oh, Jesus. they went on a cruise. Right. <laughs> that was an established thing. But anyway, so uh, I, one of my favorite parts is when he's with her and he's going like, he's like saying like, uh, uh, she's like, she's like, I got an oral contraceptive. <laughs> and like, oh, that means I don't, they'll, they'll suppress my hormones so I won't have a baby. And he's like, and I've got condoms. And it's yeah. just like, oh, I'm really going to be like, so like against Christ. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so trying to be, well, not trying to be, succeeding in being, you know. So basically, um, Divine's character is this middle-aged housewife who is kind of, idyllic suburban world is crumbling around her her husband is uh cheating on her with his secretary yep her her, her daughter is um just a like a complete slut yeah and, and fucks like pregnant. the bad boy in town and, right yeah and and her son punk, uh, he's like the punk rock uh Wee herman Stiff bader <laughs> from the dead boys <laughs> he does look like that yeah and my favorite is her son who is the Baltimore foot stomper? No, the Balmer foot stomper. Oh wow, Balmer Bal- foot Balmer foot stomper. He, he likes to sniff glue and stomp feet. Yeah, yep. he hangs out in like public places, waiting for it's for women. Cut school all day, waiting yeah. for women to walk by so he can stomp on their feet. Yep. And, and he, which he also he, sexual he, pleasure from. He yeah. also paints pictures of feet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the beginning, the first shot they show of him, he's got sketches of feet. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
I but, seen it, man. This weird looking dude ran up and stopped on this hockey cool. lady's feet. Yeah, that <laughs> was my I love that. fucking so hard. All the black people in it are hilarious. Well, that's the whole, all of John Waters' career. Every time a black person's in it, he's a complete stereotype. I mean, dude, John Waters is like fucking born in like 1949 or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I found everybody that... Hilarious. Especially hilarious, way. yeah. Yeah, the daughter and her boyfriend, they play this game where they drive around and hit people, hit minorities with brooms <laughs> yeah. as Jew, they drive by. Really hilarious. <laughs> on, I, You're a, a, a Hasidic Jew. So, so he was not, Orthodox. Oh, whatever. Yeah, it's a, it is. Yeah, he had yes, the curly cues. He did not have the curly oh, cues. No. He, had okay. the, uh, he had the suit and the hat. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, some Chinese. They call some it something outside. polo. I, I I think I thought I wrote it down. No, they've they said let's just go play. Um, oh, fuck. Oh. I forget what they say, but yeah, then they go hit some Chinese woman outside of a Chinese and she's going, restaurant. Oh, and she's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, yelling at them, and then she hits Jean Hill, Miss Hill. Yeah, and Miss Hill chases her in a bus. She 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 climbs onto a bu- a public bus, pulls the driver out, drives the bus after them, and yelling <laughs> on Jemimeisms <laughs> yes. the whole way. You crazy crackers! <laughs> and then she, and then she she uh, gets she gets the bus blocks bites them in with the, the tire, bites the tire, bites the tire pops, and and she actually broke a tooth. The actress oh, broke a tooth. Jesus. I feel bad. And you can actually see in the movie after the tire like, pops, she, she, like her hand goes turned yeah. off because yeah. Why she, would she actually bite the tire? Because she wasn't smart enough to pretend. <laughs> yeah, that really happened. She really did. Wow. Yep. Games. I did know that also. I'm, I forgot. Though. I'm startled. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. Then she beats up Stiv Baders, and it's uh, great. It's a great scene. It's it really is. funny. Yeah, this this movie we were talking about before, it, it really is a laugh a minute. It's so yeah. it's so consistently funny. Well, more like, more so than maybe any of his films. Like, like Don said too, it's uh they really uh turn Divine's usual character on its On its head. ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's usually the biggest piece of shit and but the, in this one, everyone else around her is yeah. the worst. Is it's the a complete worst role reversal. Normally, extreme person and you're and just they're like, all poor. victimizing specifically her. Yep. Usually. I love the shit. Divine. I love the shit that um, her husband does after he leaves her. Drives around in the neighborhood <laughs> and goes, she's 300 pounds. Puts a speaker phone like thing. Like a, what would you call it? Like, uh, a, like a, you know, like a bullhorn like on a bull, top of his car. Like a bullhorn on mega, it. Uh, he, drives her, he drives around the cul-de-sac saying, <laughs> she weighs 300 pounds. She eats a whole cake in one sitting. And then <laughs> they actually show her in the movie eating a whole cake she, in one she sitting. She cuts it in half. Hang one on. half goes to her one half goes to Edith Massey's character I said literally I'm looking at my notes right now I said they ate so much of the cake (laughs) (laughs) and then I wrote Pepsi next to it because it shows her drinking Pepsi from the bottle bottle, repeatedly (laughs) oh also we we can't talk about this movie to not mention Odorama Oh yeah. my god, yeah. Odorama is such a huge part of the movie. The big so, gimmick. Yeah. yeah. The beginning of the movie it opens up with like a German scientist, like a Nazi scientist like character, um, talking about how uh, this movie is <laughs> a screen gimmick. Yeah. Odorama. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the idea is that you get a scratch and sniff card, you get it with the DVD. I didn't watch when I most recently watched it, I I saw it online somewhere mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> but um, we own the movie so we were just having a licensed copy that's right, all right yes. right 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 yes, yes, yes. but I, I did when I did buy it I did have the um, I had the scratch and sniff card yeah and I've only wa- only the first time I watched it have I you ever don't want to do it the, again it's not it's, very most of the smells aren't pleasant yeah, yeah they're all bad well no so it begins the very first time they show it it's a rose 
Yes. Like during the demonstration of how Odorama so works. Th- during the film, a number will pop up on the screen, and when that number pops up, you scratch the corresponding number the, on the card and sniff yes. it. Yes. And so the first time it's a rose, and then, so after, by the way, I also got to mention this, is that they show a bunch of things in the movie where she could be, she's going, <laughs> one of the things in the movie is that she could repeatedly go, <laughs> I was saying, I love the fact that he, he made a movie that was like the gimmick is scratch and sniff, so he made the main character character who's obsessed with smelling everything yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's not really necessary you I could know. have just smelled things that were in the scene oh, but have you ever gotten is... access to these sniff cards yeah it comes we with have one yeah oh really yeah you should, you what should... does it smell like what are the flavors there's like the sense my bad the first time they show it it's a rose so it's setting you up for good smells yeah the second so, one's a fart here's the thing <laughs> no but here's the thing is that she there's several times in the movie where like before the number two number where she's going and, she's and you think you think when you're you're going oh this might be a part where I'm gonna have to like use a scratch card and then no the first time is when her husband farts in, in bed. bed yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and then there's uh what else was the other one it smells like a bad meal at a county jail <laughs> yeah well that's pretty cool it comes with like a little sniffy thing that's yeah, a cool gimmick it was it like was, a, well, yeah. a tip to the nod to uh, William, William Castle, Castle. yeah well, well you gotta think like when did it come out in the 81 yeah, 81 yeah you know that's pretty cool in the 80s well mm-hmm. well, no that thing that the whole gimmick thing is an old 60s idea 50s yeah or 50s yeah. yeah William Castle like you know um, uh, House on Haunted Hill where they have the uh, skeleton, skeleton that will Emerjo it was called Emerjo <laughs> or, or the yeah. Tingler where they had the seats the vibrator on the seat yeah the Tingler is loose in this theater <laughs> I watched that piece of shit one time yeah we watched it together yeah <laughs> it's bad <laughs> yep well I love you Vincent Price but anyway I, I forgot to mention it when they were in the office but they show a close-up of the desk in his office and there's a bunch of like change oh yeah that that's the big money he's <laughs> yeah. dealing with Ooh. by the way he's, he's a, a big pile of quarters and pennies and nickels oh. i don't know if you even noticed that <laughs> i didn't yet. notice that <laughs> that's <laughs> that <was> really funny <laughs> that's what he was like he's like oh yeah i'm bringing in tons of money and it's like just a bunch of change on the yeah. table yeah. <laughs> um i don't know if we're jumping ahead of ourselves but when they're found uh, committing adultery in a hotel room, um, the husband and Mink. Um, they're also drinking champagne out of a shoe. Oh right, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Just complete and the, utter is depravity. That a thing though, drinking yeah. something out of a shoe. Yeah, it's a Russian or Ukrainian. Thing I was gonna say it a is wedding. a thing. You're yeah, supposed yeah, to drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but um, also I was gonna say. When Edie and, and Hines, who I love, by oh the way, God. ends up marrying her in the end, which is retarded. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I know. Oh, no, I know. But um, when she finds um, when she finds her husband and, and makes stole, she goes, Oh, Hines, she's straight from the gutter. <laughs> per Francine. Purr, purr, Francine, because she couldn't say poor. My my favorite line is when she calls uh, after she discovers uh, the husband and the secretary at the hotel. He calls up uh, Divine and says, oh, I know what you're gonna say. "At first, I thought he was he's walking, walking the, the dog. dog. <laughs> then I realized it was this his date." <laughs> What what Great. what were they going for there though? Well it's just like that's like very John Waters, like the same thing with like <laughs> I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't uh if I was suffocating and your balls had oxygen you sink on like a one liner. Like, like Jesus. Yeah. It's, great. it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> 
I, I also love uh, Divine's mother is such a bitch. Oh, God, I fucking I, I, I want to punch that and, and, bitch. And, and the first time uh, Edith Massey's character comes over, she says something uh, like, uh, don't you know it's bad luck to re- let retarded people into your home? <laughs> to her? And she's just like, nodding. <laughs> Scrubbed any interesting toilets lately? Yeah, oh, I specifically remember that yeah. one. Oh, it was great. I thought the first time she shows up, too, that um, Divine's character is taking a shit and she like walks in the bathroom. Goes, She's like, "Can't you do point? that? Can't you do that later?" Yes. You're always <laughs> expelling fluids. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, <laughs> that was like one of the rudest things I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> so I was like, let, let them just take a shit. What the fuck? <laughs> and then also, she's just like taking money out of her wallet yes. while talking shit to her. Like, yeah. I like at one point, she shows up, walks through the door, just berates Divine, and then walks out. So she came over just to, and she put she put um, gasoline into an alcohol bottle to taunt her with because she was an alcoholic. Oh my god. And, she, and then she just taunts her with that and then just walks out and yeah. leaves. And that's the only also, reason she, she came by. I I want to point out that basically the whole point of her character is to be someone to get shot and to shoot the boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Other than, I mean, I guess she also does have a point at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it could have been anybody. It could have been anybody. Mm. But, like, basically the whole point of that character besides to just torment Don, or sort of Francine, rather, is just to be, like, you know, bullet... <laughs> A bullet, like, uh, like occupier. <laughs> you know what I, uh, I really enjoyed too. Uh, after she, after she figures out her husband's cheating on her, and um, she gets into like, just starts being an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. There's like a drunkard waltz that they play yeah. that's just like, where she's going around the house. The music's perfect for yeah, that the, scene. All the music throughout is great. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it's partly made by Blondie, and, um, I guess there must be some from, who else would have, would have written it? They, they say that? It's, it's Debbie Harry and Chris Stein from Blondie, oh, and then okay. Bill Murray just sings that one song, I believe. Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, the, and also, like we were mentioned about his the husband like making fun of her for being fat, uh, like a lot. Anytime she sees him, he like oinks and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like sweet. He, the, the he's way a he, fat piece of shit too. I know, but he's with the horrible toupee. And he's wearing an awful. Yeah, he literally shows him putting it on and off too. The, the way he taunts his wife wife is like with like pranks that a teenager would do. Like he orders pizzas to the like a bunch of pizzas. Yeah. Speaking of which, when the pizza comes, did you notice that um, she goes, "Hey, here's the pizza. Costs fourteen eighty eight. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yep, it costs fourteen eighty eight. Oh wow, which is the white supremacist code by for the listener oh, if you didn't shit. know. Swear to God, and John Waters totally would have known that. Again, just to be subversive. <laughs> Absolutely. That's totally why. Gabe was like, no way. That, that's not what they were going for. And I'm like, I guarantee he purposely did that. Did he just emphasize? No way, but... Hold on. Did he emphasize the 1488? He like, said, it'll be... Why else would it be 14? Why would it be that number? That's true. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, a 1981 piece has cost 1488. Mm-hmm. Totally. But also, I, I know that, 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 that code is from prison gangs that have been existed since the 60s okay you're probably right but i know i'm right (laughs) well it could be the code to futurama the price of a uh, slice of pepperoni pizza and a soda what you remember (laughs) the episode where hang on wait wait let's let that hang up for a second (sighs) i'm talking about futurama 
Anyway, so let's get back to it. What about the um, later on um, when Before, her when her daughter figures out she's pregnant and she says, "I'm getting an abortion and I can't wait." Oh yeah, yeah. that's again against the anti-Christian thing where yes. the theme of it. But, but then she goes to the place to get it and then all those people are coming up the elevator and like yeah. in her face like you that's bitch. so blah, funny because that's so illegal and it would never happen <laughs> in a million years but that's so funny that especially by the way John Waters obviously doesn't have any experience of being in an abortion clinic <laughs> <laughs> so he would of course write it to be so ridiculous <laughs> And then after all that, then she goes, she decides she doesn't want to get an abortion there and then just starts battering her stomach into chairs and things around the right, house. And that's, that's the most fucked up part of the movie. That is really fucked up. And then, <laughs> and then Dawn, uh, Dawn. I was going to say, I literally wrote this down, Nun yeah. 911. Yeah, I, I put this. <laughs> I said, "What? What? What's the number for an emergency nun service? Because they were over like that quicker than nine one one. Nine one would would put to shame by these nuns. <laughs> so, so help, help! My my daughter has been yeah. is trying to induce an abortion. <laughs> were we right there? Yeah, nuns were right on that. They shit. were. They were. They were on top of shit. Although, as we and Gabe both said, the baby would definitely have been dead already. Yeah. Like, come on." <laughs> And then the baby didn't end up happening after Well, she that. tried to kill herself by putting her head in the oven. And the dog hung itself. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, I literally wrote, the dog hung himself on my notes. It's a goodbye, cruel world, and it had, like, a Spelled paw print wrong, next to it. Right. <laughs> what about um, when they come in, they got a warrant to search the house? Do you remember? I ripped apart, because, because the sun turned out to be the, the balmer, the balmer foot stomper. Yeah. yeah. And then they were like, we got a warrant to search the house. And then they just have a sledgehammer and they bash open the front door. They just start cutting open the couch cushions. <laughs> yeah, she's, Well, this was supposed to be... The point was it was that she was in the middle of a bunch of other things that happened. She, she, divorce had just happened. And it was just basically just a pile on to her as to all the terrible things that have been happening. They go up to the kid's room and they're like, oh, yeah, this will hold up. They're just like finding like shoes in his room. And yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, the scene where like they meet after that like the horrific car. accident and there's a yeah. head on the ground and there's yeah, a head he on the ground he carries he chucks the fucking head yeah, yeah. <laughs> that scene I had to have Scott rewind it I was like wait watch this guy because the paramedic like looks at the head and just throws, throws it, it over, yeah. he throws over it in the, the back of a tow truck that would have been in one of our movies 100% oh yeah yes. 100% mm-hmm. <laughs> just That's definitely in line just... with our <laughs> also it's just fucking hilarious that um that she met him at a fucking kill, like a death, yes. like car crash. Oh, like, it was horrible. <laughs> and, um, oh yeah, so I guess his intentions were not so pure. Spoilers. Spoilers. But, um, yeah, like he, like literally targeted her because she knew, he knew that she had, um, had, uh, divorced her husband and got a settlement. So that's why he targeted her to be, like, his. Next victim. <laughs> can, yep. you do, can you do the hand thing? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also wrote down a good line that the mom said is rich, white, and happy. No, <laughs> yeah, it's that same thing. It's I want a big ca- purple Cadillac so I can ride around and laugh at poor people. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
<laughs> I know. So anyway, let's just jump to the end here. So it turns out that the mother and Todd Tamara are in cahoots. Yes. And um, conspiring against Francine. Yes. They want her money, which isn't much. I'm pretty sure she probably only got fifty percent of what the porno theater. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Be like he had quarters and dimes on the table. <laughs> I if guess I'm they wanted those. Yeah, but um, yeah. Get so schmeckles. she. <laughs> Fucked him next to the fake fireplace and then married him immediately, retardedly, <laughs> again. And uh, it's the first thing that was good in Francine's life. <sighs> and it turned out to be bullshit. Which, again, is the theme of the movie, is that all this, everything is is fake. With the, even it's from the fireplace to the clothes that they wear, polyester. Uh, it's all fake. Um, and, uh, yeah... So, um, and then the end is fucking hilarious. We gotta talk about the end there. Is that, like, it all just gets neatly wrapped up in a bow <laughs> at the very end. Well, not really. I mean, like, in real life, it would obviously be a huge investigation. But right. But they act, like, as if, like, both of the principal, like, agitators are getting killed would, like, really solve everything. Yeah. Because uh, Francine's husband and the secretary were there with a gun to, to, to kill... Sh- to, to kill, kill Francine. Yes, while simultaneously Todd Tomorrow and uh, Francine's the, mother were, were like... Were there to try to... Basically, yeah. Run her over? I don't know what their actual plan is, but but after, um, after her husband gets shot, uh, they say, oh, we're gonna... Uh, blame... Basically tell the, tell the right. police that, yeah, Francine, Francine went crazy, shot, shot him, and yes. then, yeah. And then she'll go to jail, and they'll get the money, her money somehow. Right. And, and uh, but then like yeah, who who's behind the wheel? It was um, uh, Heinz. 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 Yeah. Right. He was driving um, Cuddles Edith Massey's character home from her debutante uh, <laughs> ball. Yeah. And happened to uh, hit. Did did we mention why she has? She's like an heiress. Yeah, because she was a cleaning lady who inherited money from a family she cleaned for. So yeah. she's yeah. like this like borderline retarded woman who some, suddenly has a lot of money. And also, by the way, I gotta say, every time they show her, she's in a different like rich person outfit, like horseback riding, <laughs> horseback riding, <laughs> yeah. outfit, and she's carrying the little whip thing the whole time. <laughs> I was gonna say that um, when Divine, after all that shit happens oh, with her husband, my- she wants to kill herself. And she's like, oh, no, honey, do you want to go on a picnic? And she's, like, in tennis clothes and has, like, a tennis but racket. Has, she carries a tennis racket all the way to the picnic. To the picnic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's, like, really, like, oh, like, you have, to, you have to have this prop to go with this costume. There's no other way. <laughs> like, it's just so see John Winters being like, no, honey, you have to take this thing all the way over to the, <laughs> all the way over to the set, and then put it down, <laughs> and then say all your lines. <laughs> yeah, amazing. That wasn't that bad. <laughs> I give this a nine. <laughs> I legitimately think this is a nine. Uh, this was like my honestly the most accessible and also like again laugh a minute. Literally oh, yeah. every scene in this movie is like. Not just funny to to sick people like us, but probably funny to you too. <laughs> like there's deliberate jokes in this in a way and they work. that yeah, and they all work still. Yeah. And also they work in a way where like you know comedy now is really sanitized and shitty and boring. But like this has real laughs. It like that fucking scene where he's like, "Yo, this cracker lady gets fucking you know that's so funny." You belly laugh at that kind of shit. <laughs> So, nine. This is one of the best... This is the best movie we watched for this show. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
<laughs> period. Gabe? I think this might be my favorite John Waters movie. Mm-hmm. And this is a new one that I've just seen. But I think it might take the cake. And I think this is going to get... Because it's pretty much funny all around, I can't really complain about too much because you know what you're getting going into a John Waters movie. Right, and also it's a low-budget film. Yeah. Um, I guess I could say it's it's a little bit it's a little bit too long. And some it's like an hour and a half. It's more than that. Uh, whatever, go ahead. And some of the scene shifts might be a little bit jarring, but I'm just like I said, I have to say something bad about it. I'm probably gonna give it like a I'd say like a seven point five. Acceptable. Yeah. Um I love this movie. I think this movie's hilarious. Um it's not my number one favorite, but it's definitely uh, it's either two or three. I kind of my, and my top three are very close. I think my top three would be Female Troubles, probably my favorite. Then a close second, Pink Flamingos, and then actually I don't know if this would be my second or third, but yeah, it's in my top three for sure. Yeah. And um, those are my my tr- Trinity as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think most people would agree. Um, and yeah, I I just um, I the would give this. Agree. Critics agree. I think this actually was less critically panned than some of his other movies too. So no, I actually we we researched it after research. You know what I mean? Like researches yeah. Google, but um, but uh, it has a decent review on Rotten Tomatoes. Even <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. It it, it really works. Like yeah. and and yeah, and it transcends just being something a John Waters only movie. a depraved person like yeah. like us would like like you yeah. said. So I I would give this um. This is gonna be a recurring bit. <laughs> I would give it eight point five. Ding 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 ding. Marshall, you've not seen oh, this. Yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen this. Do you, you want sh- to you now? Should, you should. I want to see it now. It's, yeah. it's actually really it's, funny. You would I, love yeah. it. Yeah, you yeah. would. Because yeah. I, I like I the next it. movie that we're talking about. Like, if I like then would I like this one? Well, look, look it's this is it's a different it's a completely type of different movie. genre. <laughs> yeah. So, Here's yeah. the thing with uh, well, I I don't I don't hate John Waters movies like I kind of like them. Yeah, well, every good. once in a while. Well, good. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Yeah. Anything else we want to get to before we go to the last review? Any more like uh, you know bantery bits? Anybody got anything? I don't know, but we don't just... go to fucking Classic Pizza Three, please. <laughs> please don't go to Classic Classic Pizza Three. Pizza 3. Please don't go. Anyway, um, so yeah, Seth will be demented. It's a basically a send up of John Waters' career. Would you say? Oh yeah. It basically is a parody of his own career. Somewhat, yeah. yeah but also, yeah, actually, it, it was inspired by a review. Patty, oh yes, go ahead. A review which referred to John Waters as Cecil B. Demented. Obviously, a reference to Cecil B. DeMille, who was a very famous. Uh, I'm, what, I'm ready for my close up, up, Mr. DeMille. Yeah, and and, and uh, what I, movie was that? Um, actually, wasn't it like? I don't uh, even know. He directed the um, only movie I know that he directed was Ten Commandments. I was just gonna uh, say Ten Commandments. Wasn't it? Set, wasn't it Ten Commandments? It, I'm assuming it could be. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like a f- huge founding father of like American cinema. Yeah, he was huge. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, as a takeoff on that, as a, as a spoof on that, uh, in a review, someone referred to John Waters as Cecil B. Similar. Demented. He okay. liked it so much he decided to make similar a movie. to Daft Punk's um, origin. The title of Daft Punk. Is comes from the fact that a rev- their first review of their first band uh, was referred to as Daft Punk. Oh, really? I never <laughs> <Yeah>. knew that. <laughs> All right, so Cecil B. Demented had Stephen Dorff 
Yes. You love oh, Steven Dorff. I love right Steven Dorff. But this every, is his best role. Every in my B opinion. actor, Marshall yes. fucking sucks dick. And this is the thing. This movie had all the B actors. It was mm-hmm. all B actors. I yeah. loved it. But Melody Steven Griffith. Yes. Yeah. But Steven Dorff was the main B actor. And also he like tips uh, the hat to like all of his like inspirations kind of in a mm-hmm. way. Uh, without you know, it is pretty deliberate. Oh come on, you guys say like more B actors that are in it. Like it's it's got Ooh, all the B know. actors. Maggie Gyllenhaal in one of her first roles. Yeah. Yes, it was like she was one of the worst characters. By the way, the most one dimensional like I'm evil characters. Like I honestly thought Melanie Griffith was terrible in this. She's so bad. Yeah, just playing like such a one dimensional. Well, to be fair, like it's based off of the whole Patty Hearst story, and if, if you don't know, uh, audience, and she's in it. Yeah, Patty Hearst is in it. Yeah. Patty Hearst is uh, the daughter or granddaughter of w- William Randolph Hearst, the founder of the New York Times, and also the textile uh, magnate. But um, she's the heir to the uh, Hearst fortune, and she was kidnapped kidnapped by the Symbionese Liberation Army in 1967. Something like Sounds that. Sounds right. Yeah. yeah. The SLA. The SLA in uh, San Francisco, which was a black separatist revolutionary group, and they robbed a bunch of banks. And so they kidnapped her for a ransom, and she ended up being become, becoming sympathetic to their cause. Mm-hmm. And it was going so far as to hold a machine gun and hold the door open for them to run into a bank and rob it. Um, it's pretty much Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like okay, so she's a spoiled cunt actress. Time. Yes. Yeah. And they show her to Cunts. be a completely unsympathetic cunt in the first five minutes of the movie where she's talking shit about um, Hairspray <laughs> alum um, Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake, yeah. yeah. I know, so, Ricky Lake was in this. Hold yeah. on. Yeah, she's Hold on. in a lot of John Waters movies. I, I gotta look oh, I was going to say that about Patty Hearst, too. Uh, Scott brought up to me that Patty Hearst was in this movie. She's also in a couple of John Waters movies. Yeah, she's a regular. Yeah, she's in Serial yeah. Mom, right? I, I didn't see Serial Mom, though. It's not that bad. I didn't see it. I believe you. But anyway, so the plot is that um, Melanie Griffith is like a spoiled cunt actress a la, you know, um, Drew Barrymore or something. And uh, she's completely separated from the help. And to the point where she actually makes one of her underlings, like, ask um, the owner of the hotel she's staying if Pat Nixon ever got fucked in the room that she was in because mm-hmm. it was the presidential suite. Mm-hmm. What a bitch. <laughs> so she gets kidnapped by this renegade filmmaker, filmmaker. who uh, wants to make a feature film starring her against her will. Yep. P- because of her status. Exactly. And because she's a fading film icon. And uh, by the way, what was the title of the movie she was supposed? Some kind. That's the perfect. Some kind it of. Sounds love. like the perfect. Some kind of happiness. Uh, some kind of. That's happiness, the perfect, yeah. like just schmaltzy bad movie title. Yep. That's so perfect. I know. Some, some sort kind of, of hate. Some kind of happiness. Some oh, kind man. of love. <laughs> some kind of hate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, and so she falls in with this guy, um, and at first she's like really against it, and there's a bunch of crew of different like mixed misfits. Um, <laughs> misfits. <laughs> And Who each plays one, Cecil? Stephen Dorff. Obviously, I'm just saying, say it for everyone. Okay. Stephen Dorff is Marshall's boyfriend. I like yeah. Stephen Dorff. No, I like Casper Van Dien better, but... <sighs> Die. Anyway. Whatever. Stephen Dorff is kind of cool. 
<laughs> anyway, so yeah, he's trying to make a movie, and it's clearly like and like trying to be like early John Waters. Like the first scene where they show where they shoot together in their set is like clearly in like a really like ragtag like kind of like shitty set that was very like a la pink flink pink flamingos yeah the first scene they're, sh- they're shooting kind of feels like one of the scenes that would be in pink flamingos with like even the delivery uh like uh, divine's character and like uh cotton and crackers like, yes. it feels like yeah the, the two females and the and the one male Th- character. that's why i really like they have really connected with me during that scene i mean like most of the movie is a bunch of like fucking dumb jokes in it with like a bunch of fucking <laughs> Like uh, like gerbils going to asses and shit. That isn't There's funny. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that was like one of the things that I was like, oh, that's funny. Like he's going for something. He's going to like try to like reference his old work, and like he's trying to be self aware here or whatever. So I like that about it. I like a lot of the, the like the one liners they have in it too. But like um, when they're going into the theater. Um, oh, it's way later. You're way going. I know later. what you're gonna say. When you're going in the theater, they're like, "Oh, do you know Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> I love his uh, movies." <laughs> stuff yeah. Like, yeah, stuff like that's great. I, that, that actually was a really good scene where they're going like, "He's a hat." You know, well, I don't remember what that was a scene, but, like, but that was a line. But yeah, you like also the Patch Adams doesn't need a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that this was is, funny. I mean, this is another movie. All his movies really are filled with a bunch of one-liners. Yeah, that, that's that's, the, true. that's the stuff where it's about. Yeah, this had a very anti-establishment uh, vibe. Yeah, it, it feels a I, little forced. It. Yeah, I also the, think the it's in response to the fact that he's been working in the studio system for a while and he's sick of it. Yeah, he's always taking shots. Hold like on. even in um. You gotta think. This came out before Fight Club. Was it the pre-Fight Club? No. Not at all. Not at all. No? No. I don't it, even... It's Fight Club. He it, did say this while we were watching. He's like, this kind of feels like Fight Club. It does. Oh, God. It did feel like Fight Club. Where they have, like, an underground association And it's whatever. very anti-establishment and shit like that. Like, it felt like Fight Club. I guess I see where you're coming I see from. what you're oh, saying, but it's on. not to the you level that you're it. getting... You're not... Ascri- you're ascribing it too high of a, like, you know, intention. Where he was just trying to be You're like... You're reaching, man. Well, no, it's back, it's also... Fight Club-like, though. Like, I mean, the way that yeah, they are. He's always taking pot shots at, like, the, the establishment. And, like, I, if you remember um, in Polyester on the news report, the news reporter says something about, like, the attempted bombing of, like, the Maryland uh, censor board or something like that. Which right. was, like, a, yeah, a reference to the fact that he himself... Been bothered yeah, by censors, yeah. Right, all his And also, career. another thing is... Um, uh, the movie that they interrupt is fucking uh, Forrest Gump two. Gump again. <laughs> Gump yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's funny. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's like he's clearly like commenting on the fact that all they do is sequels and remakes yeah. and all that shit. And like, he really hates. Forrest he Gump. really hates. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. I hate Forrest Gump though. I love. I love Forrest Gump. Gump. I love. Forrest I like Forrest Gump, Gump, but like, I, I, I like the. Think it's one of the best movies ever but, like, made. But but it's also like right so now. middle America, like so. That's why it appeals to everyone. Well, no, my point is is that why would John Waters that appeal to John Waters oh then? no but like I'm yeah. just saying Forrest Gump <laughs> he's an avowed outsider they they should definitely not make a sequel I would not be for a Gump well again. yeah that's no. my point but also Gump he was again. commenting not only both on his not dislike of fucking Forrest Gump but also his dislike of sequels what would you do if Jonah Hill was in. Forrest well, they, Gump too they touch on that's that multiple a... times in the movie and they even go up to some movie producers and go like Why'd you green light that video game movie? And they're like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was, but this was before like, don't video kill the game movies were like, taken off, though. Yeah. They I were know. ahead of their time. He really bit, was. Yeah. 
That's I, why I, I like, like all movie. the little commentary in the in the movie and the one line. Those were like that. that was some of the better parts of the movie. Yeah, actually, that's what I enjoy in this. But yeah. like some of the like fucking jokes in it just stunk. A lot of them. Yeah, with the parts where they like they're like for instance. Well, one thing I do want to say is that I liked how the black guy he was the set designer and every time he like did anything and it involved the staple gun. Like, he was, like, shooting himself on the arm with a staple oh, gun yeah. to be, like, oh, yeah. sadomasochist. I, yeah. I like when he staples the guy in the neck with a staple gun. He kills gun. a guy with a staple gun <laughs> later, too. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Especially if you know about filmmaking. <laughs> that was what, you know, a, film, a set designer would do. But um, He would definitely staple a guy in the neck. Definitely. But, um, yeah, but a lot of the jokes really do fall flat. Like, specifically the... Um, like, that whole scene where they're at the porno theater, like, all of that is really dumb and not funny. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, they, they miss a lot more than they hit with the jokes. Like, the whole jerking of, like, all the people who are, like, jerking off. It's like, oh, hilarious, they're yeah. jerking off. And, like, the fact that the gerbil goes up her ass in it. Yeah. The, it's the, really not funny. The sound effects are really bad in this, too. They're all, like, the cheesiest B sound effects that's like in everything ever. Like a kazoo? No, it's like... Not like that. There's like you a point, watched it. There's like a point yeah, where I someone... Some, I remember that many bad sound effects. Someone's hair gets ripped off and it's like the cheesiest Velcro oh. sound. <laughs> um, one that's throughout the movie, especially, it's always... it's For the most part, it's uh, Cecil's Desert Eagle when he's shooting it. But it's like the most B-roll gunshot ever. And it's always the same gunshot every single time. And it's just, after a while, you're like, all right, come on, I, I get it. I get that he's shooting the gun, and it's, that's what it sounds like. But it's, it just sounds like shit. It's like we mo- you we probably used those sound effects like when we made yeah. a bloodbath blood or bath, something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've definitely heard sound effects that we've used like in real movies. If I hear in real movies, I'm like, all right, come on. <laughs> <laughs> They use it in a real movie. We're good. <laughs> no, I'm like, it makes me feel less of the movie, but specifically, it's just like they use the same one single gunshot sound mm-hmm. for so many gunshots in the film that it's like, it gets to the point where it's like, come on, I get it. I also wanted to mention that um, I just that the, the Cherish like character, yeah. this I liked, uh, the Cherish character, um, she's clearly like uh, emblematic of, I don't know, it keeps using that. I'm sorry, but of the uh, the Satanic Panic era in the '80s, which obviously John Waters is a, was like you know a, a part of, but um, where like uh, she keeps going like she's like talking about how she had repressed memories of getting like fucked by her whole family and she, oh, yeah. and she didn't realize it till later and that was like a big thing I don't know if you know this but like during the late 80s early 90s there was like this huge rash of people who got like talked into being raped by like their like their psychologists who weren't raped you know what I mean? Like, they just got tricked into it because they were doing, like, some sort of, like, past memory. Uncovering, Uncovering memories like, that didn't really exist. Right, exactly. Right. So that's what he, I think he was making a parody of. Could um, be. I'm not sure, obviously. I'm not going to try to ascribe intentions <laughs> to John Waters, but I kind of get that that's what Because all the stuff was like, the whole family fucked me. <laughs> Grandpa, grandma, mom, dad. Like, and it's like, it's like, all right. Like, it's obviously, this is somewhat imagined. The cat. <laughs> She's, I think she does say something about the dog fucking her, actually. Yeah. <laughs> 
another thing that I really liked about the movie is that um, where they kept like trying to refer as Baltimore, refer as refer Baltimore as like the new Hollywood. <laughs> yes. But also like it, as meanwhile in the same breath showing it as being trashy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like them eating the shitty seafood and mm-hmm. stuff and being like, "Come on, it's a Baltimore!" Like you, know mm-hmm. what I mean? the, you could definitely say that about all John Waters movies. Is he really loves Baltimore? Yeah, he I makes love, that. I almost very makes me want to go there. <laughs> he talks about Baltimore in every one of his movies. Well, they're all shot there. <laughs> Did he grow up there? Like, yeah. 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 The hair on fire thing. Oh, he yeah. asked Mink Stoll yep. during Pink Flamingos to light her hair on fire. And she agreed to do it, but then, and then I think he changed. He his just mind. he was like, "I'm not gonna." Yeah, you to shouldn't do, this. do that. Like, yeah, you're not gonna. You're gonna. Oh, get so, burned so is that why they brought it back in this one? Yes, yes. I didn't yes. know about that. Oh, yeah, Meg yeah. Stoll was supposed to light her hair on fire during the uh, lighting the uh, place. Uh, lighting the, well, they don't uh, really do it in this movie. It's CGI. No, it's no shit. Really bad CGI. Really bad CGI. But the point was, he was trying to. He was like, hearkening back to that. Sum up his old career like by showing. Or- yeah, the, the, the Cecil B. Demented character is supposed to be like not him, but like you know, what I mean, like you know, like a like a more, more extreme, hard, extreme version. version of him. Yeah, exaggeration. Yeah, yeah, and that's interesting. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, final thoughts, everybody. Final thoughts. Um, I liked it. Um, I wouldn't. I didn't love it. A lot of it was stupid. Like the jokes weren't that funny. But um, it was watchable, and I'd actually almost recommend it to anybody uh, as a watch, especially a normie, like who isn't like who isn't gonna get fucking female trouble or hairspray. <laughs> you know, it's like this is a nice introduction to the to the John Waters landscape, softcore John Waters. This is the first one I saw. It was the first one I saw too. That's what got me into it, and I was like, oh, John Waters, that guy, mm-hmm. the guy that's just will be demented, yeah. like one of from all future viewers. I was trying to think. I think I might have started fucking balls deep into Pink Flamingos. Probably. Yeah, so I'll give it a um, 6.75. Nice. Um, This one, uh, I just like his earlier movies better. It's more genuine. From the heart. It's, it's, It's more of that, like, danger feel to it. It's, this is... This is just like him putting on a facade. It's it's very indicative of like the late nineties, early two thousands bad movie. True. And it's cheesy, but it's not in a good or like nostalgic way. Where like his his earlier movies are just more charmingly bad. This is just like bad. David Arquette would fit right into this. Yes, yeah, Marshall would dude. love it. I love David Arquette. <laughs> yes, you do. I do. And for those reasons... Do you remember Showbiz? We're not talking about this. And for those reasons... He couldn't take his gloves off. I'm going to give this... It's... I'm going to give it a 5... 5.5. I'll give it that. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. um, When I first saw this movie, I liked it. I acknowledged it had flaws. Uh, It wasn't my favorite. But uh, upon viewing it this time... I was really surprised at how much less I liked it. Absolutely, I completely agree. Yeah. I like literally was like, well, like, oh, I thought this was better. Yeah, literally the whole time I was watching it. Yeah, the the jokes almost never hit, which is something that I I would. It's rare for John Waters. Yeah, in his early films, they like most of his the jokes do hit. They do land. Um, the acting is terrible, which you could say the same about his early films, but. Yeah. 
like Gabe said, it's not charming in this movie. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's this just is something... a B movie. Yeah, and it's not a, it's not a good, the good type of B movie. It's like, it's almost like it's the type of movie that the film is criticizing. Yeah. It's like. It, it, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, it's not. It is it's not like a, It is, and it's not like it's, a mainstream Hollywood. It's like, demonstrably. I, w- I wish I could give you some examples of movies where it has that feel to it, where it reminds you of. The first thing that comes to mind is like something like American Pie or something, but it's worse than that. But it's like very yeah. of that time it, period. It, yeah, I want to. I want to agree with you here. Sorry to interrupt you, by the way, but. But I also want to say it really does try to like nicely fit into the gross out genre that was going out going around at the time, which he continued with Pecker, which he continued by the way with Pecker and a Dirty Shame. He kind of just fell into that gross out '90s, early 2000s genre. Yeah, there was there was no charm, and it, it almost didn't even feel like a John Watt. I mean. It did somewhat. Because it's, it's a cheap reference. It's a cheap it. yeah. version. It feels like someone's trying to intimidate his work. Um, yeah. And trying yes. to copy his work. Yeah. Someone else trying if to make a John, a John Watt. No, we could do better than that. <laughs> Baby uh, Barf's no, Lot is... Baby Barf's Lot is truly genius. <laughs> it's great. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, I would give it a six. I think it's worth a watch, but, you know, not the best. Not his best by any stretch. Marshall, you watch I, it. I personally appreciate having all the B-Squad in this movie. All the B-actors at that time. All the B-Tards. Yes, dude. It, well, I don't know. It's kind of funny, but I do understand when you say like some of the jokes don't stand, but I don't know. Like It it does have that Fight Club theme. That's my opinion. <laughs> That's my the opinion. Fuck up. That's why he likes it. It has a Fight up. Club theme. I... I think so, but like I do like his earlier work a lot better. Oh yeah, you know, like Painful Migos is very funny. Yes. So I'd probably give this like a six point five. I'd recommend watching it once. You know what I mean? Or a I couple recommend times. watching a it couple once times, too. maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. one, that's, or t- one or two. That's times. That's why I gave it a little bit more than a five, because it you could you could do this deserves a watch. I like Stephen Dorff too. Yeah, Come on, dude. Blade, the first Blade, I rented that fucking movie like a thousand times when I was a kid. Uh, okay, this is uh, Marshall's movie pitch of the week. Yes. <laughs> Give him hang the on. return. You know, shake him about. Alrighty. So I'm back for the movie pitch. First title is. Not there. Not. Not that there. Anything. Anything? Whoa! I know what it is. Wrong with that? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But oh, is it thong? It's not that there's anything thong with that. Not that there's anything thong with that. Yes. Okay. Oh boy. Say it one more time so we don't have you stammering. Uh, well, I'm just like why stuttering, is it, muttering. Prick. Why is it fucking written like that? I'm like, I'm like I speak English. <laughs> Somewhat. It's written in English. Not that there's anything thong well, with it. What's it in an English idiot? <laughs> fuck, I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm going to say, like, fucking... You stumped him. You stumped... No, uh, no, you, you didn't. I'm going to have Jamie Foxx play an older version of Cisco, still trying to hold on to the thong All right, song. He, he saved it. 
That may say that yeah. He's gonna be like 50 years old trying to come back with a thong song too. Baby! Yes. That thong, the thong, thong, thong. With the white hair and everything. And he's, he's blind for some reason too. Okay. So, it's, okay. it's Jamie Foxx. I'm Fox. blind! It's, I'm blind, but I'm blind, blind. It's Jamie Foxx playing Ray, but playing Cisco. Well, kind of, yes. <laughs> he's going like this. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh my god. With his shirtless fucking vest and all that shit. Alright, who who wrote this one? Me. What are you trying to go with this? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time anyone's been called out on their fucking what were uh, you title. I was like, fuck. I, right. I said that in conversation I thought it was funny. I thought he would go with strippers or something, but Thong Song's good too. Thong, 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 Everybody thong. likes Jamie Foxx. Sure, let's go with that. Oi vey, Arnold. What does that say? The movie. Oi vey, Arnold, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> What's that say? The movie. It's Oi vey, Arnold, the movie. I get it. <laughs> Will you go for Hey Arnold? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> Oi vey, Arnold, the movie. <laughs> Well, wasn't his grandfather a Jew? No. Seemingly. Looking like one, but... Well, his grandmother was a hippie, but I remember the Russian guy, uh, Oscar, he'd be like, Oh, no, I need the money because I have no money. You remember that? Yes. Yes. Uh, He's a complete scumbag, and his girlfriend would work, and he wouldn't work. He would just live off of her. So I'm... (laughs) I'm doing like uh, Rugrats fucking go to Paris. What? But with Arnold. Hey Arnold. But You're he goes, too few deep. So hey Arnold. <laughs> no, hold on. Goes Arnold, to Paris. No, Arnold goes to Jerusalem for a pilgrimage. Oh. Alright, here we go. It's, this is- it's a Jewish sponsored trips that Arnold looked up because he found out that his grandmother's a Jew. And it goes by the mother, right? Yeah. Wait, yeah. his grandmother or his grandfather is a Jew? His grandmother. So that makes him a Jew. You just said his grandmother was a hippie. Jewish hippie. Yeah, she's oh, a Jewish on, hippie. Come on, all hippies were Jews. Yeah. That's why he wears the little hat. It signifies a yarmulke. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and then he, you know, he gets into trouble. He finds, like, an Israeli herald that bullies him or some <laughs> shit. Like, I don't he's know. like, give me that falafel, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had something going here. Okay. All right. Those are my matzo balls. <laughs> all right, move all on. Right, all right, all right. I thought that would be funnier. I'm sorry. Oy vey, Arnold, the movie. I, I, I liked it better I than like the song one. Hey. Mr. Harry Scary. <laughs> Alright, Mr. Harry Scary. I'm thinking about that kid with the dreadlocks when we were in high school. And he plays like a pimp in a taxi driver situation with a young fucking, uh, uh, what's her name? Jodie Foster? Yeah, a young Jodie Foster type. (laughs) Type. And he has fucking dreadlocks on his pubes. (laughs) She's like, nah, I I can't do that shit. And he's known as the fucking Harry Scary. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, you could, you know, you could breathe underwater and shit. Like he comes out, comes out like the fucking creature of the Black Lagoon. What happened to you, man? I don't know, man. I, I've been out of practice for like the last couple of weeks. It's okay. You've had time to recharge, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you want me to say about Harry Scary? Something. Come hey, on. Oh, I thought Oyve Arnold the movie would have been <laughs> something, though. Well, you know, it's Hey Arnold going to pilgrimage in Jerusalem. That's kind of fun. To be honest, I, mean, I think that was the, probably the one we're probably gonna pick. I mean, I think uh, I think the like one is the funniest premise. Which Cisco on coming on a comeback tour is kind of funny. I think they all suck. Yeah, they're yeah. Bad. Well, duh. But all right, duh. all right. What about Cisco and the Baja men come back? Let's combine all three. Somehow. Yeah, that's a great idea. Actually, let's go. No, with this get idea. rid of this Harry Scary. What? Get rid of Harry Scary. Why? Could be the villain. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what Mr. Cisco Harry and Scary. the It'll be like Pootie Tang, the guy that's dirty all the time. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, dirty D. Yeah. He yeah. sneaks him into like a lump of fucking uh, dirt or some shit in prison. He's like, <laughs> he's oh, just shit. rubbing it all over himself. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Pootie Tang, you gotta watch Pootie Tang. I that, like that kid was the original Chinese guy from Dunkin' Donuts. But when <laughs> this, this episode's been like a roller coaster ride, of shit, of shit, yeah. of shit. So I, I, I actually more equated to it's a small world after all. This is our worst episode <laughs> since like the very beginning. Since like uh, the fucking uh, Reservoir Dogs episode that was never released. Yeah, for a reason. Well, um. I love you for listening. I wish uh, you didn't. I'm just kidding. I'm glad you are. But I will say this. Thank you for listening. It's all come crashing down. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Stop that. Just say the thing you usually say. Which is very uplifting. Yeah. Well, now it seems in comparison... Uh, so basically what I really want to get through to you is to, um, just kill yourself because it's not worth living anymore. I sound like shit on here. You always do. (laughs) That mic isn't very good. I told you to buy these mics and you bought that. It came with a fucking shock mount. I'm sorry. Jeez. You should be. Exactly. It would be like you're jerking off in time. He was a good boy. He didn't do nothing. Okay. What's that? Anything? Uh, I had a couple of notes written down, but I wasn't really looking at them. All right. <laughs> I'll just keep going then. We saw, we saw her walking out of your house with a funny gate. <laughs> I know, no homo. I remember seeing Spice, Spice World when I was a kid. Yes, you and your girlfriend watched it. Yes. Yes, we know. Cool. <laughs> We've been over it. Your nine-year-old girlfriend. It's like, when did those happen? Last year? (laughs) I love Edelville. I'm good for you. Steven Dwarf. Is Marshall's boyfriend. Just wait. His pants are going to be on the bucket. I guarantee it. No doubt. I feel like it's we're one topic away from getting kind of big. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> anyway, Marshall really thinks we should have a bald member of the show. Yes, we so do. So gonna shave their head. <laughs> there's word. There's stuff to talk about. Let's not burn it in the oh, show. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I like the movie. <laughs> we get it.
I think that my theater helped stop rape.